From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what you can do to strengthen your spiritual intimacy as the two of you develop and grow the skill of praying out loud. And there's a quote from Charles Finney around prayer that says, nothing tends more to cement the hearts of Christians than praying out loud together. Never do they love each other so well as when they witness the outpouring of each other's hearts in prayer. Mm. I think that goes to, like I mentioned in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, where I say that, you know, praying with your spouse can actually be more intimate than sex. Yeah. And uh, that really gets to the heart of that. And that's what we're talking about in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And if this is your first time with us, welcome. Yes. We're super excited that you're here. And just so you know, a hug is really an opportunity for us to celebrate wins in the one family, couples that are taking action, they're being intentional in their marriage and they're making a change in how the two of them relate to one another. And this hug comes from a comment on the One Extraordinary Marriage Instagram. There was a post about dates and the comment said, my husband and I have been doing at-home date nights in our favorite room of our home with a glass of wine after we get our three young kids to bed every Wednesday for months since starting your podcast. This is the line that really, I think, just hits home in this comment. We were tired of letting the lack of help with our kids get the best of us. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's where you get intentionally take action. She goes on to say, we've talked and grown so much together recently. And yes, it improves the other pillars too. That's right. That's right. You take, you take on that recreational intimacy. It, it impacts all the others. Even if, when you take on your emotional intimacy or financial or sexual or even spiritual like we are talking about today. I love what these two have done. We had a season in our life when our kids were younger. That's what we had to do. So dates, date nights, they don't need to cost you a lot. Mm -hmm. It's about getting that time together and strengthening that recreational intimacy pillar. How incredible. How incredible for them. And yes, you know, as we jump into today's show, as Tony shared with you guys from the beginning, we're talking about spiritual intimacy. And, you know, over the last couple of months since the year started, we've shared with you guys just kind of in passing that 2022, we we have a focus more so this year um, than I think in any year past of really concentrating on our spiritual intimacy pillar. Yeah. This has been an area where, you know, when Tony and I look back over, you know, even some of the suggestions that we make in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book about how to strengthen this pillar, you know, we, we talk about going to church together. We do. We talk about tithing. We do that too. We talk about serving together and listening to worship music. And these were all things that we've been doing. But what we started to realize at the end of the year, uh, at the end of 2021, is that while we were doing those things, they weren't necessarily built, like strengthening that pillar. They were, they were strong within the pillar. Yeah. But we, there was something missing. For us. For us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we started thinking, okay, well, and this was actually like, I'm not even going to take full credit for this. This was Tony coming to me and being like, Hey, and I always love it when he starts a sentence with, Hey, cause I know that that's when we're about to get a big idea flying forward. Um, but he's like this, this pillar is just not as strong as I think we could make it. And so we started going, okay, well, what can, what can we do? Right. This comes back, you know, there's a, everything that we share with you guys, we do ourselves. Yeah. Right. So the question became, what can we do? And in the past, and we've shared it on the show in the past, Tony and I've done devotionals together. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've shared that we both read our Bibles, but we do that very, very differently. And 
just between you and me guys, I don't like to be read to. So for Tony to read out loud, it, it, it's not very effective for us. Yeah. Oh, Elisa would, <laughs> Elisa would get mildly annoyed and in tune out and, and it's cool. Like you guys, we know a lot of we you know, do this. We, we know you got to know your spouse and what works and what doesn't. So I don't get here and get offended by that by any stretch of the imagination. I, I go, I can honor that. I mm-hmm. can, I completely understand where you're at. And yet, how are we going to be able to do what we need to do? How are we going to strengthen our spiritual intimacy pillar in a way that is honoring to, to each of us and to our marriage? And so that's what you have to do when you are looking at each one of the pillars and especially this one. Mm -hmm. And so that we started like going down the list. We're like, okay, well, we do that. We do this. We do that. And then this word, four little letters, you know, we started talking about it. It's the word pray. And it's one thing that we have not done consistently in our marriage. And I'll, like, we'll have seasons. Together. Say praying together out loud. Now, do we pray? Absolutely. I go to men's prayer every Tuesday morning. Alisa's at women's prayer Thursday mornings. We go to our Sunday services. We're praying there. Um, and, and, and we actually even lead a what we call a connect group. So we are praying there. And yet, the just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> He's singing. Let's go, girl. That hadn't been something that we had done consistently in our marriage. Correct. And, you know, a little backstory. Uh, So when Tony and I got married, neither of us, I think if you had asked us if God was a factor in our marriage, we both probably would have very likely said no. I mean, that was 25 years ago. It wasn't like we were, Mm -mm. you had two Catholic kids, two kids who had grown up Catholic getting married by a Methodist minister in a winery. And the only reason that we actually had a Methodist minister was because that was who the winery um, had a relationship with to perform Mm -hmm. the wedding. So it wasn't like, we're like, oh, we got to get married by, you know, this priest or this pastor or anything. That wasn't the situation. Yeah. We didn't have any of that relationship. So it wasn't until our fourth year of marriage that we both encountered Jesus at different times, mm-hmm. the same summer in different places. That then, when I when I got back from the Pacific Crest Trail, we started attending Saddleback Church in Orange County. And, and even there, you know, like we would hear about couples praying together, and the reality was is that prayer was still very much like like an individual thing. Like they would be praying together, but it'd be mm-hmm. like two people together, but praying silently. Correct. There wasn't a lot of out loud prayer. And so we're just kind of like, all right, well, you know, I'm like, we can sit in the same room and pray together. Like, okay. Um, but that wasn't really, that wasn't really tr- doing it for it. Like we weren't consistent on that. And it wasn't modeled. Correct. So, so I think a big thing here too is what you see is what you're probably going to do. And mm. we, we want to share and speak into your life to say, Hey, maybe this is an area you want to step into and know that, Hey, Tony and Elisa, we're, we're modeling this. We've mm-hmm. seen it for the last seven years at our current church, at Awaken Church here in San Diego. And it's something that we have just been been able to step into because we've seen it modeled. Absolutely. Because we did try and do it once um, during the 60-day sex challenge. No, 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 no. We, we, oh, yes. we, we this, this was like, I think the, the, during the 60-day sex challenge was the first time that we're like, oh, we're, we're going to... Like, we were aware that spiritual intimacy was kind of a thing all the way back then. And so literally, I have to share the story with you guys because it's so f- awkward and funny and a little bit embarrassing because we're in the middle of the 60-day sex challenge. I'd have to go find my journal to find out exactly what day it was. But we're laying in bed and 
you know, Tony's laying next to me and he's like, I think we should pray. And my husband's amazing. He starts to no, pray. No, no, no. But wasn't it before that, though, that I remember you telling me after we had sex one night that you go, you know what? I had no desire whatsoever. Well, that was right after the whole illness thing. Oh, okay. But that that was like, me, that, again, that was just still me praying in my head Absolutely. for desire. Okay. That, which was awkward for you too to go, why would you? That was a whole thing. Yep. But if we're talking about praying out loud, it was when we were laying in bed and you said, like, I'm going to pray. And you start praying out loud and I just lose it, you guys. It was like seven-year-old uh, girl now, okay. giggles. <laughs> now I remember. Yes, it was. And I couldn't I, I, I couldn't even remember this. That, that's so wild that you bring this up because I don't even remember this. But as soon as you said you started laughing, yes, then I do remember that going like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to engage ourselves in, in another way. Here we're doing this sex challenge and, and Elise and I have talked about this many a times. It's not just about the sex. If you haven't listened to that story, go listen to episode one. It, it's there. I'll put it in the episode notes for you guys. But I was like, it's more than the sex. Right. And so I started going into this thinking, oh my gosh, like this, this is going to be a great, a great time because we're here and then she started giggling and laughing and, the, and that shut it down. I mean, hard. It, it shut it down hard. Truthfully, I, I was, I was hurt from that. And I, I didn't realize how much it was because obviously it took us some time to even get back to a place to be able to pray out loud together. Mm -hmm. and, and we've been praying out loud together over the last seven years. Don't get me wrong. Since we stepped into awakened church. This year, though, we are just being consistent. We're being intentional about it. We're taking action around it more so than we ever have. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it is so weird to go back to those random flashes of memory and go, mm -hmm. yeah, that was that was not a good moment. It was not a good moment on my part. It was just I don't and I couldn't even tell you today what I thought was so funny. It was just I think I was awkward and I, I think I was just feeling uncomfortable because mm -hmm. we hadn't done it. And so it was this new thing and we're doing it before we're trying to have sex. And, and it was just a whole bunch of things all wrapped up into one. And, you know, so fast forward, it's now 2022. Tony and I are looking, well, 20, end of 2021. Tony and I are looking at our marriage saying, what are we going to focus on? And, you know, we'll tell you guys, I mean, like we pray at meals and we pray in our small group, like he was saying, but to do something consistently, right? We, we hadn't done that mm -mm. literally until January. This, this is happening in real time. It's been two full months. Um, and you know, the reality is, is that it turns out that there are quite a few of you who are like this. We ask you, do you pray with your spouse? 45% of you say yes. So that means that 55% of you don't. I'm just doing the math, make it simple for you. And then we asked a follow-up question that said, if you do pray together, do you pray out loud? So remember, 45% said, yes, they do pray together. Of that 45%, 58% said yes, which is actually, if you do the math, which I did for all of you guys, it's about 26% of those who responded pray out loud with their spouse. Okay. So a quarter of you are doing it. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited. But like Tony said, we never had this modeled for us. Growing up, like I saw my parents pray, but again, it was like quiet prayers. It was like to yourself. It was, you know, kind of like I talk about. Um, so chapter eight in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book is all around spiritual intimacy. And can you make sure, Tony, to put a link to the book just in case? It, mm -hmm. yep. so, it's always there. It's always there. Okay. He's, he's always got my back. But on page 118, you know, I'm talking about this and just, you know, what is, we go into our story a little bit more, but just talking about the fact that we didn't know what it looked like to see couples pray out loud until we saw couples pray out loud. We didn't have this concept mm -hmm. of what that looked like until we were in a church 
that talked not just about the power of prayer, but the power of speaking Mm -hmm. your prayers out loud. And I get it because, you know, we're taught from an early age that our relationship with Christ is ours. It's Mm -hmm. like a very individual thing. You pray, you do all these kinds of things. And so you get into this place where you're married, two shall become one. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes we can still kind of isolate this, these pillars of prayer, right? His prayer, her prayer. And so what does it look like to come into this place of consistently doing it out loud together mm-hmm. so that your spouse can hear you? Because I will tell you, words are so powerful that Genesis one in the Bible repeatedly says, and God said, right, you know, it was light and animals and, you know, day and night and all those, kind, all of those things happened because God said, mm-hmm. your words have power. And learning to pray out loud with your spouse, it's simply another skill that the two of you can build into your marriage toolbox, but specifically your spiritual intimacy toolbox. And and here's where it gets really interesting. I need you guys to really focus in on these words because we asked you, when you pray out loud, what feeling does that create in you? And these words are powerful, you guys. People said things like, I feel closer and more united. Like I'm the luckiest wife or husband in the world. I feel cherished connected and encouraged. It's powerful. It brings me comfort. I'm so thankful. It makes me feel safe. Mm. Makes me feel protected. It's so intimate. Mm. And I hear those words and I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. And we understand that maybe you've never experienced this or participated in it. And maybe you can envision yourself as me during that, you know, 60 day sex challenge, when Tony starts to pray and and all you can think about is this is going to be uncomfortable or it's going to be weird, or I'm just going to feel awkward or whatever the emotion is that's stirring. But let's talk together as the one family about how to do this after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back, and we're talking about deepening your spiritual intimacy by praying out loud with your spouse. And, you know, on page 63 of the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, I talk about how your words have power. They impact you as you say them. Mm -hmm. They impact your spouse as he or she hears them. 
So it's not just you. That's why when you pray out loud, right, you're not the only one being impacted. Your spouse also gets the impact of those words as well. It's why one of the, the descriptors, one of the feelings that people had was just feeling more connected or feeling more intimate. See, when you pray out loud, you're actually not just having a conversation with God. You are choosing, and it's a choice, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and to allow your spouse to hear your most intimate thoughts. The ones that maybe previously you've only shared with God. It, it's vulnerability. You guys, it, it's vulnerability probably at its one of its most highest levels. Mm-hmm. Because you know the prayers that you've prayed. And the prayers that you have, where you've cried out and you're like, God, I need you to show up or God, send me a sign or God, I'm really struggling with, you know, depression or anxiety or financial worries or whatever it might be. When you start to speak those words, what happens when your spouse knows what's going on inside of you and gets to come alongside of you to walk that road, to be there as your support, to be there as your encourager, to be there as your teammate Mm-hmm. It's not just what God's doing in you. It's what God's doing through the gift of your spouse because they know. Yeah. What I find so very interesting and having done this with Elisa is I'll step in and I'll start praying and I, I'm, you know, I'm in my own little world at times. I'm just mm-hmm. doing my thing and thinking about one extraordinary marriage, the one family, the kids, you know, different things that are happening on it in and around me and in, in my life. And then when I'm done, Elisa will begin to pray and, and I begin to hear her words. Like she said, the, the words you speak are powerful and I get to hear what's on her heart. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like we were just talking about that couple, a couple of days ago or a few days ago and, and they're still residing on her. So yes, I need to press in for them again right now because they haven't been on my mind since that conversation mm-hmm. happened or something else comes about. And so it, it's such an interesting place to be, to hear, hey, you know what? I, I have all my own things going on and we're talking and we're doing our stuff. And yet it's in those moments where I get to hear her true desires and, and the people that are on her mind. And, and do know, every time Elise and I come together, you guys, the one family, mm-hmm. we're always praying over you. Even this morning we were praying, and I and I just remember praying for each of you to have your own breakthrough in your mm-hmm. marriage, wherever it may be, whichever pillar needs to be strengthened. That if you're in a place of you know extraordinary, that you just continue on. If you're in a place of like, man, you you just don't know if this is going to continue. Your marriage is going to continue. Mm-hmm. We are praying for peace and joy, and and just a, a word so you know where you need to go. It's an interesting place, I, I will say, and I I do appreciate it. I love that time that Elisa and I have put aside. And the only way that this has happened is by us being intentional and us taking an action. And I'm going to add one more thing to that. We put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was actually going to mention that as part of the strategy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the two of you have, to, it, it has to become a choice, Mm-hmm. Right. It's like anything. It's like you say you want to have more sex, but if you don't schedule it, when's it going to happen? Right. It's just a bunch of words. If you say you want to pray more, you have to make a decision. One, that you're going to build this tool. You're going to build this muscle. And then you do have to schedule it. Like legitimately, it pops up on our calendar three days a week at the exact same time because we we scheduled that intentionally. And we stop what we're doing and we go pray. And that has really been 
the difference for me personally. I, I will say we we have discussed praying and and we'll do it a little bit and then it, it sort of falls off a little bit and then we'll pick it back up again. But for some reason this time putting it on our calendar, I forget what day we're praying on. It's the same three days every week and, and I really don't remember. And yet I have my notification go off 10 minutes before it goes off. I see it and I'm like, oh, we got to pray. Mm-hmm. And so we go for Elise and I too. Here's another thing that we did do. We bought those little pre communion cups, yeah. communion cups and I'll put a, I can put a link to that in the episode notes as well. But those communion cups, they represent something. Mm-hmm. They represent the body and the blood of Christ. And, and again, from, for me, there's a representation of why we're doing this mm-hmm. and it shifts. And, and I love just being able to go, Oh man, my, my calendar, my notification just went off. Go get those cups. Hey, Elise, what are you doing? You're done. Let's make sure we, we jump down here and wherever we're at, wherever we're at, we finish up what we got to do or, you know, get it to where pause it could be, yeah. pause it. And boom, we're, we're praying. We turn on that worship music and we go at it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just thinking too, because there are so many similarities and some of you are going to bristle as soon as I say this, but there are so many similarities between creating an intimacy lifestyle around your sexual intimacy and an intimacy lifestyle around your spiritual intimacy. Mm -hmm. So all of you all that are just having a little moment that I just said that keep breathing because here's what I want you to hear. I mean, you just heard we talk about the two of us talk about scheduling it, right? We talk Mm -hmm. about that with your sexual intimacy all the time. The other thing that's important is for the two of you to have a conversation on how you're going to lead that prayer, Mm -hmm. right? Is it going to be one of those things where, you know, as, as we talk about so often, when we talk about sexual intimacy, we talk about taking turns, right? So like one person will lead and then the other person will close. Are you going to do that? Are you going to have it where one person always starts? We've fallen into a rhythm where Tony starts and this is this is a rhythm that has is working for us. So right now we're not like, oh, we got to change this up. Uh, but it's open for discussion where he starts and I close. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting because I was thinking too, like so often that's how we do it. Like when we have our connect group and things like that too. It's kind of like, you know, very much for us, it's really Tony taking that spiritual leader role where he will set the tone and then I get to, you know, come in and, you know, wrap my loving arms around everybody and, and that type of thing and just close it. I, ha- I had to... And I want some, I want everybody to hear this because I, I know just said a big phrase. Yeah. The spiritual, I want my husband to be the spiritual leader in my marriage. I've been married 25 years to Elisa. It's been a journey. I've had to mm-hmm. be able to step into that place. I've had to deal with healing. I've had to deal with breakthrough. I've had to deal with shifts in my own life to feel worthy to be at that place. So if you're a wife and you want your husband to be there, he may not be there yet because of things that he is still dealing with. And so, you know, coaching with Elisa, mm-hmm. I would highly suggest it. If that's where you're at, Elisa has a prophetic voice to speak into your marriage. If that's what you need and you guys need that breakthrough, then apply for coaching. And you can do that one extraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that have to happen. I didn't just step into my marriage and get there and I'm still working, but I have men around me now that I've had around me who've supported me that I've been able to grow this men's prayer going on, on Tuesday mornings for on and Well, I've been going solid for the last two years, Mm -hmm. started going seven years ago, some on and off times. So that's that journey that each of us is on. And I just want to echo the thing that you said there at the end is that you do have men in your life who demonstrate what that looks like Mm -hmm. and who speak into that. And I just 
slight detour in the conversation. If this isn't where your husband is right now, it could be because he doesn't have men modeling what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So you can pray for it. You can you know beg him for it. You can badger him for it. You can nag him for it and all those kinds of things. But if he doesn't have anyone modeling it or that he can talk to in that mentor role, it will be much more challenging. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up one thing though, for both of you and for my, for my men as well. Many years ago, when I first became a Christian, I picked up a book, a little book called the prayer of Jabez. Mm -hmm. And, um, Recently picked it back up again because we were leading our connect group. And I'm going to tell you guys, pick it up. It's going to be an encouragement. When I picked it up 20 years ago, I really didn't get it. Um, now as a, as a more mature Christian and, and stepping into my faith, this book of all of 80 something pages, and it's, I don't know what the size of it is. Three by five or something. Four by six. Four by six. It's a small hardback book, but it's all based on the prayer of Jabez. And it's just powerful. And it allows you to see how you can move something. It comes out of First Chronicles 4, 9 through 10. And I'm going to read it here to you guys because I want you to hear what you can do. And and you can really, you can pray out loud Mm -hmm. together this simple prayer. And that may be where you start. Mm-hmm. This may be the start of where you are to strengthen your marriage around prayer. And it goes, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. That's it. Maybe that's where you start. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, that you would bless us indeed and you would enlarge our territory, that your hand would be with us and that you would keep us from evil. That's your start. Pick up this little book, The Prayer of Jabez. Pick up our book, The The Six Pillars of Intimacy. You'd be surprised at what can happen when you step into a place where you are praying out loud with one another, declaring what's on your heart, declaring on what you need to shift in your own marriage, what you want to happen in your own marriage. This is where you can go. This is where you can start. This is the place that you can can let it all out with one another and have truly a pillar that is so strong that others will look at and go, wow, what's happening over there in that marriage? So go after it this week. We love you guys. Have a great one and we'll catch you next week.